0: Welcome or welcome back to another short, but definitely not sweet, true crime. I'm your host, Shani, and you are listening to Shani Horror and Vibes. It's work on becoming successful individuals and finding wholeness and fulfillment in our individuality. The long and short of it, of what I'm trying to say is, while our beauty can open great doors for us, it cannot sustain them. Only the quality of our character can do that for us. The young voice that she just heard was from Caribou Monkeyana, a 22-year-old vibrant influencer whose life was taken away too soon. Viewer discretion is advised while listening to her story. Caribou was a 22-year-old who stayed in Johannesburg, Africa with her parents and her siblings she had a brother and a sister her family was described to be a very tight-knit close family so they pretty much kind of shared a lot with each other and they was very happy caribou and her sister also shared a room so you can only imagine how tight their sister relationship was she was described to be a very spiritual woman she believed in manifesting she believed in the power of God she was also a women's right activist especially because of how women are being treated in Africa right now. Femicide is a very big thing that's going on. And she wanted to make sure that women had a safe place, had a safe space, had a voice. And that's what she was going for. Caribou had an on again, off again boyfriend. His name was Sindel. They had met one night when she was out with friends. And it was like an instant hit. Like he was saying everything that she was interested in. So she just thought that they were just a match made in heaven. However, as time went on, she started to realize that Sindel wasn't the person that he claimed to be from the beginning. He was a really big narcissist and an abuser. Caribou's family didn't suspect anything or any type of abuse going on until Caribou's birthday. See, they try to call her and, you know, how parents wake up, call you, sister, siblings, call you, text you. And they begin to get worried because they weren't hearing anything back from her, which is very unusual. And then Caribou's sister gets this phone call and it's not from her number, it's from her calling from the hospital. When they got to the hospital, they seen Caribou covered in bruises. She had bruises around her neck, her lip was busted. She just didn't look like herself. They asked her who did this to her and she finally told them that Sindel was the one who had done this. And the reason why she couldn't answer her phone is because Sindel actually took her phone And broke it and that's the reason why she was calling from the hospital now her parents brother sister they all are just shocked because like I said they never seen the signs they thought she was just in a healthy relationship and that was that but no she wasn't at all so they told caribou that she can move back in which she never was not allowed not to move back in at any time her mother lolo stated when she did leave you're welcome to come back anytime that you need to your bedroom your room here is always there for you her brother and sister you know told her it's okay to leave a toxic relationship it's okay to move back home come back home in other words do not stay over there no more Caribou moves back home and her brother takes her up to the police station to report the assault that happened against her. That way they can have something on record. And it turns out Sindel made his little way up there first and go say she assaulted him. But he had no bruises, no nothing on her. And Caribou standing there, visible signs of assault. And the officer advised her not to just go ahead and Press these charges against him because it's a lot of back and forth between them that they didn't feel like handling or dealing with. So they didn't even take her statement at all. They pretty much dismissed her and told her he came here first and that's just that. Caribou's mother even stated that he was going to kill her. And that's sad when a mother feels like that because that's the signs that now that she knows what the situation that her daughter's in, she's really fearing for her daughter's life because you can't make someone leave until they're ready to so just one month later after caribou moves back in she's out with her friends and then her mother receives this phone call and it's her saying that Sindel was at the bar and I don't think it was no coincidence that Sindel was at this bar. I think he was following her, trying to make sure that she wasn't doing anything because he had been accusing her of cheating with Nigerian men already. So I think he really was probably following her around because there's no way you just pop up at this bar. But they said it was a popular bar, too. Whatever. Again, her mother advised her, don't go over there and talk to him, Hang out with your friends. But somehow, someway, he wormed his little measly way back over there to her. And caribou left with him so that evening lolo calls caribou to check on her and caribou picks up the phone and whispers that she will call her in the morning but she never did on april the 27th when caribou did not call lolo called sindel to see what was going on and he answered but this is what he said to her he said he doesn't know where caribou was at and that he didn't kill her who the fuck says that like i didn't kill her like I didn't ask you that. I didn't ask you none of that. But since you said that, now my suspicion is growing even more. And Lolo went straight to the police and was like, hey, my daughter's missing. I believe this man has something to do with it. Y'all need to go over to this apartment complex and check it out and see what's going on. Caribou's sister didn't wait for investigators to go check out anything, she actually made it there way before them. And security let her see the footage of her sister walking in and never walking back out. But as she's watching this video footage, they bring her her sister's passport and her sister's ID, which those are the two things that you need if you're going to travel to London. And there was no way that she left without those. So by the time investigators got to send Dale, and talked to him at his apartment. They already knew he was lying. He told them that the last time he seen her, she left and went to London, but they knew that wasn't true. So they arrested him and took him straight in for more questions. The police pretty much let him know that they've already seen the video footage of him and Caribou walking into his apartment complex, but they never seen her leave. But they did see him going back and forth several times with this trash can. Sindel tells the police that he went to a meeting and he came back and Caribou had killed herself, but he panicked and didn't call the police because he didn't think that anyone was going to believe him. So he stuffed her body into the trash can and dumped her body off in a shallow grave and lit it on fire. Sandell agrees to take them to the shallow grave where he said he dumped Caribou's body at. And he does take them to one, but it wasn't the correct one. On April the 29th, Caribou's remains were found in a nearby town. And people actually thought that this was a burnt mannequin. They didn't even think that this was actually human remains in the shallow grave. Because she was so badly burnt beyond recognition, it took them 10 days to actually determine if this really was Caribou's remains or not. And when they did come back that it was Caribou's remains, Lolo wanted to see her child. And they was like, no, obviously they would not let her see her. However, the only thing that she was left to really kind of help identify her was by her legs and her toenail polish and that was it that was all she actually got to see of her um the autopsy report was inconclusive because again she was so badly burned beyond recognition but not only that all of her or 60 percent of her organs were missing the court believed that this was a ritual killing however the judge stuck with the abuse as the motive and Sindel showed no emotions at all He even had the audacity to tell everyone that he just loved Caribou so much and that all he wanted to do was help her and he's sad that he could not help her and that her past relationships were the reason why she committed suicide. The judge told Sindel that he was the devil in disguise and sentenced him to 32 years in prison. Lolo really believes that if Caribou had not went to the hospital on her birthday, they wouldn't have any proof that Sindel did anything to her. And that is the reason why now he is behind bars, because without that, they really believe that he would have got off. And I think so too, because like I said, femicide is real out there. And men are being able to kill women and get away with it. And women are being targeted left and right. So I'm glad that she did have something to hold to her because the police dropped the ball on this case. She went to report a crime and they turned their back on her and listened to a person who didn't have no evidence, no signs, no nothing. And here she is coming fresh out of a hospital, showing signs of abuse. And they're like, no, gone get like, really? So I'm glad she went to the hospital and had the hospital record because, again, he probably would have got away with this. In honor of Caribou, her sister started the Caribou Mokiana Foundation, which she did say that Caribou wanted to have. She said in her one of her journals, she was like, one day I'm going to have a foundation because that's something she was trying to manifest. And her sister made it happen for her. The foundation is to help women and children against injustice, and they provide and encourage women to be uplifting and powerful and honestly, I think that's great. That's what Caribou was standing for when she was here was the injustice against women. Caribou's murder sparked so much outrage in her town that the hashtag man trash was used to let people know that they're not going for the femicide. They're not going for the men abusing them or abusing their children. They're going to start standing up for what they believe in and they better be prepared for it. And that is it for this week's short, but definitely not sweet, true crime episode. Let me know what you guys think. As always, I will be posting pictures, but I will have the video version. So if you guys want to go look and see the face of the name or actually see Caribou's messages, because I will be posting it in the video version of this. Make sure you are following Shanny Horror and Vibe on Facebook, Shanny Horror and Vibe on Twitter, and Shanny Horror and Vibe on Instagram. Like always, thank you for stopping by. Talk to you guys next week.